0: super talk mississippi media production what's the key to discovering delectable dining find something that sizzles a time-tested favorite a feast for your eyes and palate and a dining experience handled with care in vicksburg the key to the south You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi state sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24 7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Sunday afternoon. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm. Or wherever it is you get podcasts from, we appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our sponsors, or sorry, especially our servicemen when they're out there taking care of us. We're going to go right into the news here. Uh, we'll come back to our sponsorships a little later. But obviously, as you have probably seen by now on social media, Mississippi State has released a statement saying that, and I'll, I'll just read it uh, word for word here, if I can find it, there it is. Uh, sorry about this, guys. wasn't prepared. Uh, Mississippi State University head football coach Mike Leach had a personal health home issue, health issue at his home earlier today, Sunday, December eleventh, twenty twenty two. That issue led to a decision to transfer Coach Leach to the University of Mississippi Medical Center in Jackson by ambulance. That is the extent of information that MSU has available regarding Coach Leach's condition and the university will make no comment at this time other than say the thoughts and prayers in the university are with Mike and Sharon and their family. MSU President Mark E. Keenum and interim MSU Athletic Directors Bracky Brett have conferred, and the decision has been made to place MSU Defensive Coordinator Zach Arnett in charge of the MSU football team until Coach Leach returns. Practice for the ReliaQuest Bowl game and recruiting operations will continue. Robbie, all we can do is speculate. We don't have any, any news, any real solid news. I would say that there are two things that stand out. One, having to send him to UMC, that's that means something major has happened. But sending him by ambulance and not helicopter means that maybe it's not as, as traumatic, yes, traumatic yep. as, as it could be. But the fact that they went ahead and named Arnett the interim, like right now, the same day, leads you to believe that... Coach Leach is probably in pretty bad shape right
1: now. Yeah, this is, this is not good. And everything that we know, which is very little right now, is this is a very, very serious health situation mm-hmm. for Mike Leach. And it's just uh, it, it's hard to believe, based on the fact that less than 24 hours ago, we were with Mike Leach. You and I were with Mike Leach, with several of our friends, enjoying um, uh, the Christmas party at your house and all that stuff. And suddenly, you know, this has uh, transpired and mm-hmm. apparently did this morning at his home. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm glad that his son was here. He mm-hmm. was in town. I'm glad his son was already here. I mean, that seems almost like kind of divine intervention a little mm-hmm. bit, Yeah, that his son's able to be here with him uh, during this time, uh, and hopefully his, it, the rest of his family members can get down here, too, and be with him as well, but uh, just shocking news uh right now and just kind of uh really out of nowhere he's been struggling with with a few health issues this year he had i think he had pneumonia whenever he had the flu and that lingered a, a little bit but um f- for all that we've known lately he's been fine and, and good enough health uh we haven't seen anything um that would raise any uh, alarms lately but this is certainly a very, very serious in, uh, issue here, and we don't know anything. Uh, I want to reiterate that. Mississippi <laughs> State does not know anything.
0: That's correct. Um, We've talked to MSU spokespeople, and they're all saying... They don't know. They, they are literally saying everything that's in that statement is what we know at this time. Yeah. Which is nothing.
1: So, uh, you know, all we can do is pray for Coach Leach, pray for his family, lift them up, because uh, this is a very serious situation, and we don't know... What the issue is, I don't know, if it's heart related, if it's what you know, what it is, but I would imagine if he's going to UMMC, mm-hmm. they're preparing for possible, you know, some kind of possible surgery or something to get him yeah. to get him with with some very good doctors. And I'm not saying there aren't those here, but there are specialists and there are surgeons there that are that are more equipped to uh, assist him in whatever's going on, and mm-hmm. hopefully. All that can be resolved today, and he can be stabilized and back on his feet soon. But like you said, it looks like Mississippi State is going to prepare for this to be something that could be a Mm -hmm. long-term issue for at least the next month Mm -hmm. and allow Zach Arnett and the staff to kind of push forward with with day-to-day operations. Well, you said the man was at my home last night and was
0: in great spirits. Was joking around with everybody, talking a little football, taking pictures with some of the kids and the the, the wives that were there, and uh, you know seemed to be in, in having a good time. Came and spoke to me afterwards and said, you know, next year, you know, this year with with being recruiting still going on, he wasn't able to come and stay. He said next year, if we're after recruiting when we do this, let me know and we'll we'll come out here and have a good time. And I was like, yeah, and uh, that was the last we saw him. And then you know, I got a text from a source about maybe twenty minutes before it broke. And I was just I was with well, a situation like that. I didn't want to dig too deep. Yeah, I sent out one text just saying, "Hey, is, is he all right?" Because
1: a lot of times you get that stuff and yeah. it
0: doesn't make any well, sense. Well, and, and none of that. It's just it's so delicate. Yeah, you know. So, uh, and then it started to break out that this was happening. I saw there was a thread on twenty four seven about it, and then you know the university releases their statement. And so here we are, and you know, not to be to be crass, but from a football perspective. Bad timing. Yeah. You got recruits on campus right now. You, you know it, it, that was going to be the lead of this podcast uh, an hour ago. Was that it looked like Mississippi State had a really good recruiting weekend? That they they brought some transfers in. that looked like they're going to get them. Uh, their high school recruiting is looking good. They look like they're going to flip this old Miss kid, this junior college offensive lineman. So you had a lot of positive momentum there. And then you have you know obviously the big news of Woody Marks coming back, and and that's good news. You see that on Instagram Live, Xavion Thomas is talking about he would like to return to the MSU program. That hasn't been confirmed or anything. But then this wipes all that out, and not in terms of momentum or anything like that. But just in terms of now, this is all we can really talk about yeah. is Mike Leach um, and Arnett. You know, like I said, that, that's it's very telling to me. Like you just said, that they did not hesitate to just go ahead and put it. I would, at this time, if you if you asked me, you said, you know, put your money on it. I would imagine Zach Arnett will coach be the head coach for the uh, the LaQuest Bowl.
1: Yeah, more than likely. I mean, this is going to uh, – I don't know what this is, but they're going to want him to be off his feet for a little bit, I would imagine. And, um, you know, this isn't a, a situation where, you know, he has, um, you know, some coffin fits or something and they, they need to go to uh, urgent care or maybe even the emergency room for something. I mean, this is a serious, serious situation for him to be transferred to uh Jackson. So, um, you know, it's just uh, it's it's uh, something that, like you said, it's got to be handled delicately. But it's I don't really know what to say uh, about the whole situation because we just don't know anything. Um, There's other than the fact that he's been transported, transported to Jackson. We just do not know what is going on right now.
0: No, we don't, and we're not. We're probably you know this is going to be one of those things where because it involves medical issues, right? Yeah. I mean, and this this isn't like a a quarterback with a a sprained shoulder or a a defensive lineman with a twisted ankle. This is real real life and death stuff. We're not. We'll get updates on this as the hospital deems fit. They will be in control of the information. There will not be, you know, we won't be able to. to, At least I'm not going to be somebody who calls a hospital. You know, I mean, I have a friend of mine who's a, actually a cardiologist down at uh, UMC. I could probably reach out to him. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, that feels and, crass, doesn't it? Feels, well, feels, and uh,
1: don't they have some kind of like well, law? Well, they have, have or laws something? about that,
0: but I mean, there's laws about a lot of things that you get information about. I, my guess is he would tell me, but I'm not going to put him in that situation, and I'm not going to put myself in that situation. I just, I'll, I'll, I'm willing to wait and and see what the university says as it goes. My guess is, you know, it's three sixteen in the afternoon. You and I should be done recording in about 20, 30 minutes. So this podcast will be up around 4. My guess is this evening, around 8 or 9, we'll have an update. Yeah. Just because that makes sense, right? They should, either he'll be stabilized, stabilized yeah. or something of that, of that nature. I mean, the medical lingo is above my
1: head. But we should have some sort of update, within. The, I would imagine, by evening. If it's something like, you know, heart-related or something, I mean, you're, t- you're talking about a, you know, some of the best of the best yeah. in Jackson. yeah. So he's going to be in good hands at University Medical Center. Um uh just hope everything goes goes well for Mike because at the end of the day, you know Mike is uh somebody that you and I both consider uh somebody that we both enjoy. I don't mm-hmm. know if he considers us friends because I don't I don't even know if he could tell you my name. Right. But um we've we've both had a good time with him on several occasions. Mm -hmm. there there's been times where we've criticized what he does but that's not something that's personal to to either you or i right we um we really enjoy being around mike leach he's a great guy he's a great coach he's a legend and we certainly wish him uh the best health and the best news coming out of this situation hopefully he's right back on his feet in a couple of weeks um we'll, we'll definitely be following that yeah
0: yeah I mean, gosh, we've only talked now for 10 minutes, but I don't know what else to say. We
1: just don't have any information. We don't have any information. I mean, it's, it's tough to talk about this. I mean, yeah. We literally, this news broke five minutes before we started recording. Yes. It. I mean, we, I, we had no intentions of talking about my, this. This
0: podcast was going to be set up to talk about uh, recruiting, uh, talk about what happened this weekend, uh, talk about the Xavier Thomas thing, and then we were going to do future Brian for the tonight's basketball game. Yeah. And I mean, I guess we can still keep some of that shape, but the specter of all of Mike Leach is is looming over all this because it affects everything football related. Yeah,
1: it's a trickle down effect. Yeah, I, I think that this staff is, and and this is thanks in large part to Mike Leach. This staff is prepared for things like this. Mm-hmm. I mean, you think about what Mike Leach, how he prepares his coaches, mm-hmm. and you look at these these coaches that, I mean, I, I believe. I continue to, to say this. I think that his coaching tree is second to Nick Saban's. And in a lot of ways, it might be even better than Nick Saban's because I think there's been a lot of guys that are tied to Nick Saban that are that have already been head coaches, and they just kind of learned under Saban, and they're considering them under his coaching tree. Mike Leach has formed molded coaches mm-hmm. to be head coaches, to be coordinators. And you think about, you know, the freedom that he gives Zach Arnett. It's not that he doesn't care. He wants his coach to be able to do whatever he needs to to do to get the job done. Zach Arnett is prepared for something like this because he has run his own side of the ball. And I have – Faith that he can do the same thing on the offensive side. I mean, you think about the, the assistant coaches he has on the offensive side, the experience that that they have. Steve Spurrier and Drew Hollingshead now has been has really made strides in the last couple of years. Mason Miller, those guys are ready to to lead lead a program like this if they need to. So I, you know, I'm not concerned in the least about Mississippi State being able to push forward because of what Mike Leach has done for those coaches to prepare them for this. And he has a recruiting staff in place. Those guys are the ones that set up the schedules uh, for where you're going to go, who you're going to visit, who's coming in for visits. So I don't think states should miss much much of a beat as far as preparing for this bowl game. But anytime you lose somebody like Mike Leach in in your program, you're obviously going to have a, a tremendous hole to fill there. So um, – I think state's going to be fine in uh, being able to go through the day to day operations, but it's going to be interesting to see uh, just how things transpire for the Bulldogs without Mike Leach in the in the building. So when we talked to Leach last night, he had just left recruiting dinner. Yeah, Uh,
0: he had you know came out and said you know he had just taken everybody had just finished up the the meal and everything like that. It was putting the, the the finishing touches on what appeared to be a pretty successful Saturday. Uh, for for Mississippi State recruiting, um, the the kicker from uh, Cincinnati, Ryan Coe, uh, all indications are he's about to commit to Mississippi State. Former uh, LSU defensive back Radar Jones looks like he's making that move. Uh, Ole Miss commitment Isamian Miller, uh, junior college offensive line. He's from Itawamba, or is it Northwest?
1: Um, I'm not. I think not I know it's up
0: in the north. Let me see. Um, he told uh, Paul Jones that his main connection. Uh, southwest, I was way off. Uh, North, south, same it's thing. That's all the same, yeah. I mean, we, we found that the other day with Ben I mean, Yeah, yeah. So he told uh, Paul Jones, 24-7 sports, that, hey, you know, my main connection to uh, to, uh, Ole Miss. to Ole Miss was the offensive line coach who just left to go to Auburn. So he said that probably won't hold his commitment for very long. So all in all, like Mississippi State made a lot of great headway with recruits this weekend. I've been looking at this class – you know, there's another evaluation coming from 24 seven in the next few weeks. They'll so do it before National Signing Day, and you had a guy like Kelly Jones who had a monster uh, MSAL All Star Game week in front of national scouts. Chris Parsons is a guy who I think you probably can see him go up a little bit. Um, a lot, I think a lot of state's recruits are going to get the bump. And then when you add in the final count from this, this is going to end up being it's been a slow class. There's no question about it. They've it's been consistently in the 30s. I think they're going to end up somewhere between twenty-two and thirty-two, somewhere like which is pretty typical. But I feel like in the in the transfer portal, they're going to once again they, they do quiet damage there. They're not as flashy as old miss. They're not going to bring in 16, 17 guys or anything like that. But the six or seven guys they bring in are all going to be pretty immediate contributors for them. Obviously, the big name is Ollie Jennings coming next weekend to visit. That feels like an uphill battle for Mississippi State right now, but I think when you show him the film, he, he knows, he's going to know he's got the best opportunity is probably here at Mississippi State.
1: Yeah, for sure. And the person I'm talking about the entire official visit is Makai Polk. And I know it didn't work out for him in the draft, but you're talking about a guy that went from, uh, you know, 18, 19 receptions or whatever he did at Cal to setting every MSU single game, single season record, I think, with the exception of touchdowns. And that was a guy that transferred in a lot like uh, Allie Jennings. So you have an opportunity to step right in and be a starter in this offense, and you're going to get a lot of passes thrown your way. So that's the selling point. I think it looks like Virginia Tech is the other – major option for him. There's been some talk that he wants to stay closer to home, which is I think in Virginia. So that's going to be an uphill battle for Mississippi State, but if he's serious about uh you know playing big time college football and and being exposed in a good way, then this opportunity in the SEC is a, a big deal. So we'll see what happens over the weekend, but you got to think that state has a good selling point It I wish that they had more than one day getting him in for a visit. I think that's that's the one thing that concerns me. There is he's planning on coming in for just, just a split one split visit, yeah. yeah, with Duke and State. So it doesn't look like he's giving State, you know, a, a whole lot of time, and that's kind of concerning. And a lot of time, that's kind of a it seems a little bit like a red flag. But uh, you know, we'll we'll see what happens from it.
0: Yeah guys are going to have to forgive me. The yearly cough is here.
1: Oh, no. So doing my best to get around it. Um, Didn't you miss like two days of work last year because of this cough? <clears throat> I missed w- work last year because I had COVID. Oh, but I thought you took like a day off because you were coughing so I may much have. or something. I, I may know. have.
0: That's how it's, it started with that and then just kind of went from there. Oh, boy. So, don't think it's COVID. This you time. need your. You of need course, those... I said it wasn't COVID last time. And it,
1: it yeah, didn't. no, I'm I'm good. As you like, coughed so, all over. Let me, me turn the
0: fan on for for a second.
1: <laughs> you you got to have the uh, the air blowing. Starting to get a little hot. Actually, yeah. La- last night, uh, Paul opened up the freezer <coughs> and your um your cough drops fell. I'll, on the ground. Oh yeah. no! He he scoop them up. I need those. Yeah, he scooped them up. I appreciate that. Yeah, so you need the, you need that sack of cough drops with the honey in them. I'll be I'll be get working
0: on that when I get home for sure.
1: Put a dent sure. in that bag tonight. So
0: I'm taking like four different pills for this too. They, they they loaded me up. Oh, you went to the doctor? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they gave me a, I think that's why I was better yesterday. I took it. They gave me a steroid shot. And,
1: oh, okay. So this um, has been a lingering thing over the last few days, then.
0: Yeah, I, I was feeling bad last week on like Thursday, Friday. I was like,
1: oh god,
0: here we go. And then Monday, Tuesday, I felt good. It's like okay, never mind. I beat it. And then Wednesday, I woke up. I was like, oh no. And I just I let I let it build up, and then yesterday I went because I we had the party, and I was like, I don't want to be in there hacking. Yeah. So, so well, I appreciate I, that. Yeah, I did the best I could. So, um, we're about eighteen minutes in here. Let's just uh, leave it at this. We'll come back. We will bring future Brian in for the uh, basketball recap, and hopefully, he will also have a Mike Leach recap uh, as well, and I'll let him handle the uh, the sponsorship. So. Just to recap what we said here today, though, Mike Leach transported to UMC from his home after a medical uh, issue. Uh, no other information from this time, at this time from Mississippi State other than Zach Arnett has been named as interim head coach in Leach's absence. So we'll bring in future Brian. He'll recap the uh, Mississippi State, Illinois game, but more importantly, and hopefully first, he will have an update on the status of coach Mike Leach.: A Super Talk Mississippi media production.